0: Kendra ran to the truck and climbed into the passenger seat. She tucked the shotgun underneath the seat and checked the pistol again to make sure it was loaded. Put your seatbelt on, Flint said. Things might get rough. Kendra quickly obeyed as Flint backed the truck out of the driveway and pulled onto the mountain road. Be careful and watch the road, she warned. The roads are probably slick as glass, and there are a couple of places where the road narrows down to barely one lane. I'll be as careful as I can be considering the situation, Flint replied, reaching over to squeeze her leg. Don't worry, darling. I've been driving on these mountain roads my whole life. My daddy put me behind the wheel of a truck when I was only eight years old. That's good to know. Kendra fingered the pistol. What exactly are we up against here? Any idea how many liberators are headed this way? Flint shook his head. No idea. Could be five or six or as many as 13. With the road conditions being so bad, at least we know they won't be on their Harleys. And they're going to have a hard time making it up the mountain road unless they have a four-wheel drive truck. I wouldn't be surprised if they're waiting to ambush us at the bottom. Sneaky little shits. Kendra bit her bottom lip and considered his words. That's probably true, but only if they know we're on our way down. Otherwise, there is a very real chance we're going to meet them head on. Who tipped Jesse off anyway? You didn't have time to tell me. If I had to guess, I would say it was a gal who used to be sweet on Jesse. She hung around our club a lot when she was younger. Leah is with one of the liberators now but she's always had a soft spot for Jesse. If she thought he was in danger, she would let him know. He trusts her? Kendra frowned. What if she's double-crossing him to flush you out of the safe house? I can't see her doing that. She always held on to hope that Jesse would eventually come around. Hell, I even thought that they might get together a time or two. Either way, I couldn't stay holed up in the cabin forever, so... Let's try to not freak out yet. Hopefully we have a good head start on the Liberators. In another 20 minutes, we'll be off this mountain and back on the main road. I'll call Jesse when we get to town and arrange for him to pick me up somewhere so you can go on home, where you'll be safe. Safe. At the moment, Kendra would give anything to feel safe again, and to know that Flint would be safe as well. How would that ever happen, she wondered. The Liberators had already tried to kill him once, and here they were, days later, trying for a second time. She knew if she let herself think about it, the panic would begin to overwhelm her. She drew in a deep breath and forced herself to calm down. It wasn't as if she wasn't accustomed to tense, stressful events. In her job as a veterinarian, adrenaline-pumping situations were part of a normal workday. This was different, though. Flint's life was on the line, maybe her own life too. After a moment's hesitation, she reached down under the seat and carefully pulled out the shotgun. She propped it up between her knees with the barrel pointing toward the top of the truck. Flint glanced over at her and then did a double take. What the hell are you doing? He asked. Put that thing away. You already have the pistol. A shotgun can blow a bigger hole. Kendra answered, and my aim doesn't have to be as good with a bigger gun. Flint blew out a long breath. Good point, as long as you know what you're doing. Just don't let it go off in the truck. This is a fine vehicle, and it doesn't deserve a hole in the roof. He frowned and slowed down even more. This next stretch of road looks tricky. He tapped the brakes gently and slowed the truck to navigate around a tight, slippery turn. Kendra held her breath as the truck's back tires suddenly began sliding on the icy road. Damn it, Flint cursed.